So, I had, oh, I have some alarming news. I am, um, I was going through my husband's room. I was strolling through the park one day. <laughs> and, um, the picture that's on my podcast art, that's what I found in his room under a blanket next to his bed. That gun. And, um, it's not a real gun. It's um, just a paint gun, but it's made out of cast iron like a real gun, and it's it's that heavy, and um, and if you shot somebody in the face at close range, you, range you could do some serious damage, or if you got in the right spot, you could actually kill them. So I found that gun, and um, I'm kind of bummed out because it, it kind of took me back a little because, you know, I thought, why wouldn't my husband told me that he brought this gun in the house. What would be the reason why you wouldn't tell somebody in the house that you're connected to that you brought um, a major weapon? A gun is a gun is a gun, even though it's just a paintball gun. Um, the circumference on the barrels, it's not shy. So anyways, um, I thought, well, why would I sneak a gun or a weapon into my house? if I were that person. And um, the only reason that I would do that is because I was going to use it on that person. And so when I thought of that, I just kind of sat back and I thought that kind of took the wind out of my sails and I thought, I didn't know he hated me that bad. You know? I mean, just kind of sucks to think that, you know? Somebody would want to point a gun at you and hurt you like that. You know, that to cause that destruction to somebody. So, um, and then I found out that he actually, he told me one time that he was just the co-signer on my son's new car years ago. And then, then later he told me, no, I just said I put the down payment down. No, I just said I put half of the down payment down. No, I just said I was going to be there. So in case he needed a co-signer. I found this paperwork in his room and it said that he was the actual buyer and my son was the co-signer. And you know, sometimes when we don't have like, like, we have stuff to eat, but not like good stuff. When we don't really have a lot to eat, I know that he's helping our son out financially because that's when I suffer. You know, he, it's like he won't let our son grow up and get on his own two feet and just man it out and do it, you know? Um, and I've told my son before, if daddy's helping you, then I just want to let you know I'm suffering because I can't, that's when I was taking medicine. I'm all, I can't get my medication. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I don't have anything to eat. I'm hungry all the time, you know, and my son would yell at me, no mom, dad's not helping me. So it just, I just got bombarded in that room, you know, today. So I found that and then, um, tons of papers of him taking out loans and tons of bank cards. I mean, I'm not allowed to know anything about our financial status. Nothing. Nothing. I'm not allowed to know anything about at any bank that he's with. Or So, you get the picture? Yeah, so... Um, I am right now making a plan to leave because when I leave, I'm just I'm walking away with my cat son and I'm not looking back. I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave all my stuff.
you know, I don't care about it anymore. I used to love all my stuff, but right now I'm more scared of my life from either my twin brother threatening to kill me and now my husband, I found that gun in his room. Um, so this is fun. <laughs> so, but I was having kind of like a bitch in mourning because before all of this, um, well, okay, look, at, we've got this hardcore serial broadcaster, pain-in-the-ass bird, mockingbird that's been around the neighborhood for a while now, and this bird doesn't just chirp just because he's a songbird, because he's just so eloquent, he, you know, mockingbirds are badass birds. This bird chirps like he's pissed the fuck off 24 hours, 7 days a week, 325 to 89 days out of the year. 365 days of the year. What a... But he makes it feel either too short with your temper or too long with his songs. Because he just... He spouts it off out like he's so pissed the hell off. Like, like he was reincarnated into a mockingbird. And he's going to let the world know how he hates being a bird. Watch, you guys want to hear it? I'm going to take the phone outside and see if it's going on. This, this bird is a dick. Watch. Oh, he's calming down now because he's been going on it. Can you hear him? Oh, he's moved down a couple houses. Here. Listen how pissed off he sounds. Pisser. I know it sounds pretty, but I mean. This bird is just spouting out like he's pissed off. Like I've never heard before. I've never, ever, ever heard a bird do it like that, you know? Um, he starts at five o'clock in the morning and he usually comes by my window and then he goes to the other side of the house and then he's just, he's a dick. So, um, you know what song I was thinking? Um, have any of you heard of that band called Captain and Tennille? They were in the 70s <laughs> and she's all, I never wanted I never wanted to hug a man, but I was thinking to kill a bird the way that I want to kill you. I said, you know what? I was singing that this morning and I was telling my husband about the story <clears throat> that didn't come out good. My singing sucks right now because I'm a little bit stressed, but it was coming out better earlier. But anyways, I went to my husband and um, I was telling him about the story. I said, um, I never wanted to kill a bird my entire life. I don't know what gives. I, I told my husband. I just want to use your BB gun to go out there and track him down and kill that bird because he is so obnoxiously rude and um, I'm totally anti, <laughs> doesn't sound like it, but so um, I told my husband, I was thinking about that song, I Never Wanted to Kill a Bird, you know, but it's actually this song is called I Never Wanted to Kiss a Man and um <laughs> I shouldn't even try to sing because I'm kind of sad now, you know. I've been sad since I found that that big old gun. So, looks like he won't be using it on May. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, 
But yeah, I have implemented and started a plan to escape. But it's not as fast as I liked it. But you know what? I'm so glad that I found that weapon because um, now I'm going to have to go buy some paint pellets for it or something, you know? No. I don't want to do that. Um, I just, you know, I mean, I I don't want to be held accountable if I hurt somebody with a weapon, you know? And I'm not that pissed off to actually use any weapon, you know, on anyone. I don't know how you could be that mad. The only time I have a weapon around me is when I'm scared that my brother's going to come in and, and um, try to kill me, you know, and I sleep with the weapon by my bed, but that's only if I feel like, you know, he's really coming in and he's, or somebody's coming in to kill me, you know, or hurt me, you know, and that's only when my brother threatens me. So, um, I called my mom and I sent her the picture and she's all, who is, who, whose is that? Um, I felt like saying, Mom, it's not Jax. And if it was mine, I wouldn't be showing you. No, I didn't say that, but I said, it's Robert's. I just found it buried in his room next to his bed. And um, and I asked her not to tell my big brother because I told her, I said, I don't know if you know this, Mom, but Ricky and Jay, they still talk regularly. She goes, oh, really? And I said, yeah. And what I'm about to show and tell you, if you tell Ricky... Uh, and Ricky tells Jay, and Robert got it from Jay, then I'm screwed. Robert's my husband, you know? And so she's all, no, I won't tell. So anyways, I sent her the picture. And um, she said, my brother just threatened to kill me this week. Then um, I don't know. My husband and I got in a huge argument. And I don't know if um, my husband asked my brother for a gun, because my brother has a fascination with knives and guns. Of course, the psycho crazies. The 5150s always have a fascination with weapons, right? Yeah. So, Robert knows that, you know, my brother could easily get a weapon. So, I don't know if my husband asked my twin, can you get a gun? Or I don't know if they're planning on, um, you know, hurting me uh, as in a plot together. Like, my brother just got him a gun and they're in on it. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that... Um, I am making a plan to get out. Um, I'm not leaving without my cat because that's the only friend I have on the planet. And um, he actually clocked my twin brother. One time my twin brother was looking at him and my cat just went pow and got his claw stuck in my brother's eyeball. And my brother, and my, my cat's claw was stuck in his eye and my brother was screaming, ah, it's stuck. And he was holding onto my cat's arm like he was going to break it. And I said, Jay, let go. You're going to break his arm. <laughs> I wasn't even worried about my brother getting hurt because my brother's put me in the ER. And he's uh, beat me up both my brothers my entire life, right? So um, I just couldn't believe And Jay wasn't doing anything to my cat. So, But Jack looked at him like, you son of a bitch. I've been waiting for this day forever for beating up on my mom. That's what Jack act, acted like. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm not leaving Jack. No one has ever stood up to my brother my whole life. And my cat was the only one to do that for me. And still to this day, my brother will not pick my cat up. He'll barely, barely touch him. And if he thinks that my cat's getting crazy like playing, he'll back off and be like, whoa. My brother is more afraid of my cat, Jack, than he was of um, our big dog, Chippy. 
And I got I got that dog just so that dog would protect me from my brother. And um, my brother was able to man manipulate her and make friends with her, and I, I was so mad at that. So Jack is the only one. My husband would let my twin brother cuss me out in front of my son and say bad things about my body and um, just shred me. And my husband would let my twin brother smash my car windshields when I was in it with my babies. My husband would let my twin brother um, just hurt me really super bad. And um, so Jack is the only one in my whole life that has ever stuck up to that bully. You know, and I... I think that's cool. And Jack is the only one, you know, Jack, 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 I know. is the only one that actually, you know, even when I have a tear that's going to start to break in my heart because I'm thinking, because I'm watching something sad on TV or I hear about, you know, the loss of life with people, then I start to get sad or um, my family makes me cry. Jack will come running to me like he's a hero, like he's my knight. I mean, he, you know how he walks? When he thinks that somebody, when there's a visitor here, he walks in front of me. He runs in front of me, makes sure that he gets in front of me. And he walks like he's a bully, like a pit bull. And he's just like, he's walking all like, all right, who's here? I'll check for you. Like he's a security guy. He's just a bitching cat. And when I'm here with somebody and he didn't know somebody showed up, he'll come out here, he'll be sniffing him and sizing him up. And if they want to touch him, he'll get back like, well, I'm not done with you. And then just walk away like, or and go sit behind them or next to me staring at them the whole time. Jack's a bitching cat. I love Jack. You know, like I said, I'm teaching him to talk to me with his voice and um, communicate. I mean, it's really bitching. Like when I move him on a chair, um, and I'm teaching this just in case I have an emergency and I have to leave with him and flee really fast. I'm teaching my cat these things. Anyways, um, when I move a chair in the house, because we have no carpet, I will make a noise like this. When he's on it, and he'll engage with my eyes. My pupils will lock together. We'll lock eyes. And so, and then I'm all, come on, let's go have fun, Jack. So I stopped saying, come on, let's go have fun. And now when I move a, a moving object, he goes and jumps on it because he thinks that's fun, mom. And so the reason why I taught my cat that is because if I ever have to, because my life is, you know, with abuse, this is how it goes. You have to be prepared. In my life, I don't know who's going to want to hurt me, you know, spur of the moment. So I want to be able to have my cat trained. So if I got to bail real quick and we're, you know, uh, moving, and, and we're running. I want to um, teach my cat that when this noise, then that means that we're having fun. You can trust mom, relax. You know what I'm saying? So it's just um, the thought of, of being in motion that I want him to correlate that noise like, oh, okay. You know, because I'm not going to have time to, to talk to him or I just know that I'm, I've been training him to be in motion really fast like, and rocky and moving. I would. I like jerk the, the chair around and put it up, like, you know, tilt it and, you know, keep dragging it. So anyways, yeah, I'm training my cat so we can split. And also, I have this little tiny cat carrier. And um, I keep it open periodically just to see where his, um, or so I can gauge a sense of where his um, safety and if his... Um, his uh, sense of direction, if what he, what he's feeling about if we had to leave like in an emergency or if there was an earthquake. 
I will um, specifically put his small cat carrier with the little cage open and he's got his little fluffy blankies in there. And um, I'll walk in front of it on purpose and I'll be like, look, Jack, look, honey, your little house is open. And he'll be like, oh, really? And then he'll stop like, oh, are we going somewhere? And then I have to explain to him, no, I just want to see if you still want to get in. So I'll leave that. I'll let that go for like days and days to see, engage and see where my cat's at. In other words, I want to know if we were to um, be forced to flee in a hurry, then will it be a problem with me? Will I have to go and chase my cat to get him in that cage? Or uh, how is he feeling about it? Because, you know, I believe that animals, um, emotions or feelings or energies, I, I do believe that they fluctuate from, um, from day to day, just like humans do, you know. But I, I believe that I should communicate, you know, more effectively and um, I guess more constantly, if you will, with my cat because they don't have uh, the capability of just talking to us and and we as humans don't normally train our animals to you know be ready to go unless you're a police canine same thing dog they train those those animals bitching so anyway i'm sorry i have no one to talk to but maybe a couple of statues in my house um yeah i train jack to like feel like the cat carry is fun like we're gonna have fun so, but I know that on the day that if we do have to flee, I don't care how I get him. I had a dream the other night that I had to catch my cat by the freaking tail and pull him really hard. Oh, because he was trying to run in a crowd. That was a couple of months ago I had a dream. But yeah, um, I'll do whatever I have to do to catch Jack because I'm not leaving without my friend. You know what I'm saying? He's just such a neat thing to me. He's just a beautiful little gift and he's a ray of white sunshine. So, with that said, um... I guess I'll let you guys go, and, um, peace. P.S. Um, there was something I was going to say to correct it, um, and at the beginning of this podcast, but I forgot what it was, so if you guys hear it, you're going to be like, oh, that's what she wanted to correct, and you'll know what it is. <laughs> okay, bye.